I remember one time where there was this huge water balloon fight and people who were driving by were getting thrown at. And my homegirl, she was in the passenger seat of a car and she just happened to have her window down. They drove by and she got hit in the face. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. I'm going to take it back a little bit. Uh, Today, I logged on to Twitter and um, I don't spend as much time on Twitter as I used to uh, in the past. Um, But anyway, I logged on to Twitter and the first tweet that I saw, I can't remember who sent the tweet, but one of my followers tweeted something about... um, checking into their college dorm for the first time. Uh, they talked about, you know, whatever the name of the dorm was and, you know, their experience there and what the dorm was known for. And it got me to thinking, I was like, you know what? That might not be a bad idea to talk about on the podcast. Now, if you've been following me or following the podcast, you know that I did a uh, episode with my man Eclectic uh, actually, it's a two-part episode on our college days uh, that appears on the Eclectic Discussion podcast. So that's Ease podcast. But I know you heard it because you listen to what we do. I was one, man. I, and it's funny because like. They used to call uh, Kyle the Miak Mac back in the day. <laughs> you got to get your groove on. <laughs> uh, nonetheless. On the podcast, I talked about, you know, a little bit about the dorm that I lived in. Uh, But I just wanted to get on here and share a few stories and my experience uh, with the dorm that I checked into as a freshman. Um, It's a dorm that I lived in for three years. Uh, The dorm is called Bethay Hall. Uh, Bethay Hall on the campus of South Carolina State University. That's my alma mater. Um, It's a historically black college located in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Uh, Now, when I checked into Bethay Hall, I did not know what I was getting into. Uh, The reason being is that, you know, upon going to South Carolina State University, I hadn't seen the dorm. I didn't know what the dorm looked like. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. To be honest, I don't even think I went past that dorm because when I visited the campus, I visited the campus my junior year in high school and I came down for homecoming. Now, if you it doesn't matter where you are in the world, if if you've been to a black college homecoming, you know, the homecoming weekends off the chain. So you're not really even, you know, you can be on a campus and see so much and but really don't see a lot. So I saw a lot and enough to make me want to go to South Carolina State University. But, you know, the dorm, I didn't I didn't see the dorm, so I didn't know what it looked like. And so when I got to South Carolina State, of course, as many of you know, I played football in college. So when we came for football camp. We stayed in another dorm. We stayed in the quote unquote upperclassmen dorm uh, this dorm called Mitchell Hall. Now, Mitchell was nice. It was spacious. It had 
red carpet. <laughs> but they haul mm, a little different. It was, you know, on the other side of campus. So, um, but I didn't know. So I did not know what my room was going to look like until I actually walked into the room. Um, but they, I guess if, if you obviously you listening to this podcast, you see the, the picture on the cover art. Uh, that's a picture of Bethay Hall. Unfortunately, Bethay Hall is no longer there. Uh, it was demolished and renovated into some type of science building or something like that um, some years ago. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> all I have is a few pictures and memories. But if you look at the picture, you know, on the cover art, that's what Bethay Hall looked like. Um if you saw the movie New Jack City and the 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 part of the ghetto that that they took over the apartment complex called the Carter that's kind of how but they look like on a college campus and it's <laughs> and it's not that uh that's a representation of historically black colleges and universities it's just that that was just the dorm it's an old dorm but um in spite of some of the things that I'm going to tell you about the dorm, I loved every minute of my time in that dorm. Um, but yeah, on the outside, it was brick. It was, you know, it was three stories. There was no elevator. Um, so if you had a lot of stuff to move in, you know, you were lugging your stuff up, you know, three flights of stairs. And I think, I want to say every other boys dorm on campus had an elevator with the exception of Bethay. Um, and so on the outside, it, it looked really, really rough. Um, but it it had its, <laughs> it had its own sentimental value, if you will. Um, my freshman year, I lived on the third floor my second year, I lived on the second floor. And then my third year, I was back on the third floor. The third floor on the left side of the dorm, if you're face, excuse me, on the right side of the dorm, if you're standing facing the dorm, was the football wing. So that's where all of my teammates were mostly on the third floor, uh, you know, facing the courtyard. And the dorm inside the dorm was pretty interesting. Uh, you walk in. Uh, the first thing you notice is that it's not that big, uh, which is, you know, pretty typical for a college uh, dorm room, but it, it was mad small. And, you know, you got room for a bed, you got room for a desk and a chair, and then you had your own closet. And then my roommate had a bed, a desk and, and a chair and his own closet as well. Um, and, and a drawer, you got drawer, I'm sorry, you have a drawer space and everything like that, but relatively speaking, you know, especially when I think back to what I had in Mitchell hall when we were there for camp, uh, but they didn't really have a lot. Um, it was about half the size of the room in Mitchell. Um, but again, there was no carpet, (laughs) just a cold tile floor. Uh, the walls were brick. Um, what else? Uh, oh, can't forget. Uh, we shared a community shower. Now, for me, that was very tough because 
I'm not used to taking. <laughs> I wasn't used to taking showers with other people. Um, and I never really got used to that idea. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. So obviously you, you, you have a community shower, so you have a community bathroom as well. So, I mean, you're just, there's no bathroom in your room. So you have to, you know, when you got to go do your business, you got to, you know, kind of sit amongst the people. <laughs> uh, of course there were stalls, but still, I mean, who wants to, you know, handle their business, you know, when somebody's a stall over handled in their business, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Oh, also there was no cable, no cable whatsoever. I did not know this moving into the dorm. So, uh, of course this is, I enrolled in 1991. So there's no Sunday ticket. There's, (laughs) there's no Netflix. There's no streaming service. So you basically had three channels on your little TV, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And maybe if you had a nice antenna, maybe you could catch Fox, but, um, that was it. So, you know, it was, um, it was slim pickings when it came to TV, but I mean, it was the nineties. We were outside. So nobody cared about TV anyway. So whatever. (laughs) Um, I think probably one of the best ways that you could, that I could describe at Thay Hall. It was, it was, and I've heard this said before, it was like Animal House, like the movie Animal House, like anything went down in Bethay Hall, in and around Bethay Hall, something was going down. Uh, one of the things that I loved about Bethay was that, again, it was the 90s, so there was always music being played. I mean, whatever the hot joints were that were out, it was being played. So it didn't matter if it was Nas. It didn't matter if it was Wu-Tang. It didn't matter if it was um, Biggie. It didn't matter if it was Outkast. Whatever, 8-Ball, MJG. Whatever that was banging across you know, the nation or whatever the case may be, it was banging on our campus. So the cool part about being at South Carolina State was that we had a cross section of people from all across the country, black kids from all across the country. So you got a really good mix of whatever the kids that they were listening to from back home, they were bringing that to school. So if you got kids from DC, they were bringing go-go. If you had kids from up North from New York, they were bringing their music. You had kids. We had a lot of kids from Miami. Um, A lot of my teammates were from Miami. A lot of teammates were from Florida. They were bringing that Miami bass sound. So it was really a, a, it, it was a plethora of music, and I, I really enjoyed that part of it because I got exposed to a lot of music, and you would hear a lot of music in the dorm. Um, another, another cool, <laughs> another cool thing about being in Bethay was that you could go downstairs into the lobby, and at the front desk, they would put up a list each day, and if your name was on the list, you got mail. <laughs> funny concept but yeah you could actually get mail um and for those of you listening that are laughing uh i really mean mail like in like from the postal service because people had to write letters because at this time there was no internet there was no you know no means of communication you could 
you could call somebody, but a, a, a phone call actually costs like <laughs> it was long distance. See, like most of you have no concept of not long distance phone calls because, you know, long distance is built into your cell phone. So it's it, you're not even charged for long distance phone calls. But back then and you were. So I remember, you know, being away from home and, you know, writing a letter to my mom or my mom writing me a letter or you know, my friends at different schools would write letters. And um, so, no, there was no email. Um, (laughs) And it's funny. I remember right before I left, this was right around the time I think I graduated in 96. I remember my um, my homegirl, she went to Duke and um, one of my best friends, Jamel, she she (laughs) she wrote me a letter and she said, hey, uh, here's my electronic mail address. And I was like, Word? what am I supposed to do with this? I was like, is that something new at Duke? Cause I don't have an electronic mail address here. You can just, <laughs> you can, you can put a stamp on that joint and send it to me. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't have email. So email came, I guess maybe like the year after I left or something like that. But, um, yeah, getting mail was always fun because if someone sent you a letter, uh, you would in return, write them another letter back. So if your girlfriend back home sent you a letter, you would write her a letter back. Or if your boy sent you a letter, you write them. So it was always cool getting mail. I thought that was, that was always like one of the highlights of the day when you would go downstairs or if the mail was sitting there, someone from the front desk would call you and say, Hey, you got some mail downstairs. Or if your mom sent you a care package with some cookies and stuff like that, that was always dope. Um, also, another fun thing in Bethay Hall was washing clothes. Um, I didn't really know how to wash clothes until I got to college. Um, but what was always interesting was there was a, a laundry uh, facility on the first floor. It didn't matter when you washed your clothes. There was always somebody in there who didn't know how to wash clothes. <laughs> and I don't forget this one dude, man, he put... He, for some reason, he, he had his white clothes in the washing machine and he was just like, he went upstairs and he forgot to add like his favorite shirt and his favorite shirt was a red shirt. And I'll never forget. He just threw the red, (laughs) he threw that red shirt in with the white clothes and he put bleach in it, (laughs) man, he, (laughs) he destroyed everything that was in there (laughs) and all I could do is laugh I mean like it it was too late for me to tell him not to do it he'd already done it um so washing clothes is always an adventure um but yeah ultimately in Bethay Hall man it was a wild time let me let me just go ahead and get to the shits it was wild and when I say wild I mean it was really really wild um we had some moments uh I remember particularly like my third year there cats was just wilding man i mean like they were like okay let me give you an example like the weekend would come and dudes would really like have all kind of trash and stuff in their rooms or maybe they might order some pizza or something like that and instead of you know bagging up the trash and taking the trash outside they would literally take their trash 
and sit it outside their door for somebody for the custodians or whatever to come clean it up on Sunday or Monday. And I thought like, I was like, yo, that is so trifling. Like it's nothing for you to take your trash and walk outside and put it in the dumpster. But they would literally just leave their trash outside in front of their door. And, you know, there was somebody that would come through and clean and, you know, I guess they would pick it up. But still, I'm like, I'm not leaving my trash, you know, for somebody else to get. Um, On the weekends, particularly if it was a wild weekend, um, it was nothing to wake up Sunday morning and to see some of the lights in the hallway punched out (laughs) or to see tiles in the ceiling punched out uh, because somebody got drunk and overzealous. Um, It was, uh, (laughs) I'll never never forget, we had a dorm meeting and our dorm director was a guy by the name of Mr. Williams, older, older gentleman. Um, He, he was and he he may not he may no longer be with us. So what this story I'm about to tell you, I, I say it in, in, in all due respect because I had a lot of respect for the man. Um, he was well versed, very well spoken. Uh, he had a very, you know, uh, deep baritone voice and he spoke, you know, and enunciated his words and he was so clear. And we had a dorm meeting and he <laughs> he was speaking to the dorm. He said. I don't understand you cats. I don't understand what kind of man would piss in a bottle and leave it outside of his door for the next man to clean it up. You should be ashamed of yourselves. This is an embarrassment to yourselves and your parents. He was saying it, but he was hot, man. I wish I, I wish he was still around. So that that was like one of my funniest moments because it was it was a funny moment. But he was dead serious and you couldn't laugh. It was one of those situations where you're being scolded, but you couldn't laugh. And he was like he just kept saying, what kind of man would piss in a bottle and leave it for the next man to clean it up? What is wrong with you? Uh, he made good sense. I mean, like, come on, man. I mean, like, who would pee in a beer bottle and leave it outside for somebody to pick it up? Um, but yeah, it was it was so trifling, man. The dudes was living real. Dudes was living mad foul in the dorm, man. It was it was just crazy. The weekends would, the weekends would be particularly after home football games or home basketball games. It would be crazy. Um, uh, but that was, that was Bethay. I mean, that was Bethay. Um, one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about Bethay was that Bethay Hall sat in the middle of the campus, right? So the way South Carolina state is situated, you pretty much had to walk past Bethay because one of the, because the English building was, uh, probably about 50 yards away. And then our gym was, further down the street so and they're all on the same side so there was no way that really that you could it really wasn't too many ways that you could get around without going or walking in front of Bethay so there was always traffic there was always cars out 
you know, riding past Bethay, there was always girls walking in front of Bethay. So, you know, unlike some other dorms, you know, that may have been kind of off or in the cut or whatever like that, you had to walk past Bethay. So, you know, as a guy, especially a young guy, you know, you wanted to make sure you were outside, you know, because it was always going to be some pretty girls walking by. And I mean, at the time that I went to school, we probably had about 6,000 students and the girls were like gorgeous. I mean, like we didn't have <laughs> not front and nothing. We, we didn't have a whole, we didn't have a bunch of ugly girls. I'm going to just, I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. And so, and the girls outnumbered the guys probably about, I don't know, 20 to one. So, you know, your odds were pretty cool <laughs> for you to, you know, come up with a win or something like that. So nonetheless, if you stood outside in front of the dorm, you were going to meet somebody. It didn't matter what time of day because girls were going to class and everybody's going to class. So if you just stood out there, the likelihood of you meeting somebody was pretty strong. Um, that was one of the things that I loved about, you know, where, but they sat, even though it was the ghetto, it was just, you know, it was, that's what it was. Um, now keep in mind that we didn't have any visitation back then, but they was a boys dorm and girls were not allowed in the rooms. You could come visit in the lobby, but they couldn't come upstairs or come to your room. That being said, they got snuck in anyway. <laughs> I mean, how else will you explain a girl or someone walking into a dorm in 85 degree weather with a hoodie on at 1130? I mean, come on. Who are you fooling? We we already know what we, we already know what time it is. Come on now. Um so yeah, we used to sneak girls in. Um it was it, it was it was a lot of fun and and I think uh <laughs> I remember this one girl. She used to be <laughs> she used to be in the dorms so much. We used to call her Miss Bethay. <laughs> Cuz she 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 literally took up residency in the dorm. Um or I mean like or like it would be nothing for you to be let's say I don't know, it's 2 a.m. You walk into the bathroom to go, you know, take a piss and a girl walk right past you. She's on her way out or she's coming in, you know. So it, that was, you know, it was that was a common occurrence. Um, but no, we didn't have visitation, but we snuck them in anyway. Um, and girls rarely got caught in a dorm. Rarely. I can I can't think of in the three years that I was in Bethay, I don't think. I don't remember any girls ever getting caught. And it's basically because we kind of we kind of had a G code with the, with the fellas. Like, I mean, if a guy had a girl in the dorm, nobody's going to snitch on him. You know what I'm saying? You handle your business and keep it moving. So, you know, everybody kind of looked out for each other in that aspect. Um, but it was a madhouse. Uh, it was. Uh, oh, another thing I loved about, you know, Bethay was that it was always some video games going on. Always. You had music. And you always had somebody playing uh, video games. For me, it was Madden. Um, I used to have, <laughs> we used to have Madden tournaments in my room. Um, this is when Madden was on Sega Genesis. Um, so, yeah, I would I, we would play Madden. And, you know, it got to a point where I 
I had to tell Cass, like, look, I'll break out the video game on Friday. We can play it during the weekend. But I didn't want to play it during the week because dudes, you know how it is, dudes don't want to leave your room. They want to, if you let them, they, they play Madden all night. So it was always music being played. It was always Madden games going on. And it was always, you know, some guys playing hearts, spades, or tunk. Those three card games, hearts, spades, tunk. Um, I played spades, but that was about it. Uh, so there was always something going on in the dorm. Uh, and last but not least, man, I, I, one of the things that I loved about Bethay was that I always had I always had really good roommates. Um, I, I mentioned on Eclectus podcast that my first roommate <laughs> was one of my teammates, um, my man Bush. Uh, Bush, hands down, was probably the most sloppiest person you'd ever want to live with. I mean, this man literally had his entire wardrobe at the foot of his bed. He didn't put any of his clothes in the closet. He didn't put any of his clothes in the drawer. He literally had all of his clothes clean and dirty at the foot of his bed. And he slept in a bed without a fitted sheet. He just pulled some sheets and put them over himself. And he slept on a mattress that I'm sure was at least 10, 15, 20 years old. But he was a good roommate. He was messy, but he was a good roommate. Um, we roomed for a semester. And then the second semester, my man Irv came. Irv was a great roommate. Irv and I actually, what was weird was Irv, I didn't know Irv was coming to South Carolina State. Uh, I knew Irv, I know Irv since we were like seven or eight, nine, something like that. Irv's first cousins lived across the street from me back home. And it just so happened that Irv left Hampton and transferred to South Carolina State. And I knew I was getting a new roommate. And I mean, low and, and Irv would come down like when we were growing up, he would come down to South Carolina for the summer. And so, you know, we knew each other like that. And so we were cool. This is my man. And so I had no idea that I was getting a, I knew I was getting a new roommate, but I didn't know who it was going to be. And I remember coming back for a second semester and I opened the door and it's Irv. And I'm like, Irv, what are you doing here? He's like, man, what are you doing here? I was like, this is my room. He's like, man, we're roommates. And so that was really dope having Irv uh, as a roommate, somebody who I actually knew prior to coming to school, somebody, you know, just strange occurrence, somebody that I knew from back home, really. Um, and, uh, you know, Irv was there for us. <laughs> he was at school for a semester, but it, it was dope having Irv as a roommate because Irv, uh, we listened to a lot of music. Uh, Irv, you know, Irv would crack me up because he would, Irv would have an 11 o'clock class that was literally across the street and he would get up at eight o'clock for an 11 o'clock class and he moved so slow and it took him forever to get dressed and, you know, Irv is a pretty boy. He had to iron his shirt like 30 minutes. Like Irv literally would be rushing out of the door at 1055. And he got up at eight o'clock for an 11 o'clock class. I don't, it's, he's better now, <laughs> but uh, back then, man, Irv was off the chain. Uh, and then the following year, um, I had a roommate by the name of Brian. Uh, we used to call him B. My man B, we were really good roommates. Um, B was from uh, Greenville. Um, I really enjoyed having him as a roommate, man. We got to be really, really cool 
And I used to run with him and my boy Travis, and we used to have, have a good time all the time. And then my third year in Bethay, uh, my roommate was named Kurt. Me and Kurt were uh, teammates. Kurt was a good roommate as well. Um, so I I had, you know, other than Bush being sloppy, I had very, <laughs> very clean roommates. Um, and just, you know, to be honest, everybody that was in Bethay pretty much got along. Like you didn't have, you had your little cliques and stuff like that, but you know, we were all kind of like in, you know, we kind of looked at it like we were all in the Carter together. And, you know, I spent a lot of time obviously with my teammates and everything like that. But, you know, even the year that I lived with, um, when me and uh, B were roommates, I wasn't on the football wing. I was actually on the other side of Bethay. So I got a chance to be around other, you know, guys and everything like that. But for the most part, man, everybody that was in Bethay got along, man. We just, we were in the same struggle. And, and, uh, as I mentioned, and I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but but they Hall is no longer there. Um, they tore it down and it got renovated into some science building or something like that in a parking lot or whatever. I don't know what it is now, but um, it's uh, it's not the same. I mean, you know, you go on campus and you see the building there, but it's it ain't but they. So it's like, you know, it's the. <sighs> it's a little sad to me because like I can't even even though my kids don't go to school there if my if my if my son wanted to go to school there like I can't even he can't even live in the dorm that I live in lived in and experience you know the, the ghetto-ness that I experienced um and one other funny thing about uh Bethay Hall was that if you stood outside uh on the sidewalk there was this um I don't know if something happened whether it was construction or whatever but there was this huge crack in the sidewalk directly in front of the dorm, closer to the uh, closer to my end of the dorm. And if you didn't know that the crack was there because it was very subtle, you would trip over the crack and it never failed. Every single day you could be standing outside. And standing right in front of that crack or standing to the left of the to the right of it. And somebody would trip over that crack. So it was always a funny thing for us to see because girls, guys, most people, if you're walking in a class, you're not paying attention. But almost everybody. And if you don't believe me, ask someone that went to South Carolina State. Did they ever trip over that crack in front of Bethay Hall? And woman and man they'll probably admit that they did because everybody does at least everybody used to before they tore it down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me to share with you <laughs> some funny and crazy memories of a place near and dear to my heart, but they hall shout out to everybody who's lived in, but they hall shout out to all alums of the great South Carolina state university that's going to do it for me. Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.